Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Bonus episode of the podcast. Whoa, this is a good one today. Me, Miles Teller, Mark Sanchez. Heard of Top Gun? Well, guess what? Now you get to see one of the stars of it. Uh, this episode was taped a little bit ago. 20 January 2020 right before something called COVID uh we went to the uh Super Bowl and Mark Sanchez and I when we had a podcast called fourth and forever interviewed Miles Teller for Top Gun the chat was great uh it got pushed back and and held on to because the movie got delayed because Tom Cruise calls the shots uh so I wanted to throw it up so you guys could uh hear some uh some good times between three strapping lads. Um, enjoy this episode. Go see Top Gun. It's fucking bonkers. Miles is a gangster and uh, and a rising superstar. And uh, we talked all things Top Gun, Philly sports, uh, Super Bowl. So uh, enjoy it. And uh, follow those guys on Instagram and Twitter at Mark Sanchez and Miles Teller. Me at Adam Ray Comedy. Uh, this weekend, tonight... And tomorrow, I'm in San Diego at the Mic Drop Comedy Club. Two shows, Mic Drop Comedy Club, New Club, 7 to 9.30. Come out, tickets at adamraycomedy.com. It's going to be a blast. New Club, can't wait. Uh, all the rest of my dates are at adamraycomedy.com. Got Pittsburgh coming up, Vegas, La Jolla Comedy Store, Kansas City, Arizona, Boston. All at adamraycomedy.com. All the merch is there as well. We got new pickles. Taught me how to shimmy hoodies and Adam Ray hoodies. Go check it all out. My special live from San Fran punchline is up on my YouTube channel. Go check that out. And uh, and enjoy your fucking weekend. Now that we got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with me, Mark Sanchez, and Miles Teller. Hey, it's Herbert. Mm-hmm. And you're listening to the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. Back to fourth and forever, Adam Ray, Mark Sanchez, and Miles Teller in the house. Make Thank some you, noise. Buddy. Thank you. Thanks for coming. You guys oh. can feel free to clap yeah, too. Yeah, feel free to clap or just the invisible people behind the camera. Dude, My they're God. just staring, man. They're staring. I at can you. see you. No love. You can see me. Feel free to interact. <laughs> uh, Miles, we were just talking about the uh, the weather in Florida, which yeah. is a great you know kickoff to any good uh, conversation. But uh, is this uh, you're used to the humidity, yeah? 
Yeah, I grew up uh, I grew up in Florida. I was in the Northeast um, in South Jersey until I was about 12, and then right. I moved down to Florida. Grew up four hours north of here, a little place called Citrus County. Uh, it's the manatee capital of the world. What? Really? How many manatees do you have to have to be the capital? The most. <laughs> Good, Good answer. answer. The most. Not a, yeah. yeah. No one's going to challenge that fact. No, but you you had an interesting, uh, you, we were talking about, I said in bugs. Central Florida, we have these love bugs. Yeah. Mm. And they're connected because they're, you know, they're always kind of mating. They're constantly you penetrating. Said, you think Whoa. out of all. The creatures. Yeah. And I that, like to say creatures versus species. Yeah. I think out of all the creatures, I think bugs. Are doing a lot of work. Are, uh, are fucking the most. Now on this show, do you guys have somebody back there checking stats? We don't yeah, have a bug can, stats uh, guy. Uh, oh, that's what I'm yeah. for. We were letting I'm our guests. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I've never claimed to be a scientist. Well, not All my attitude. opinions on this show are completely and entirely my own. <laughs> yeah. But no, but I said, you know, because obviously, you know, people know that dolphins, um, yeah. they get do down. have sex for pleasure. Yeah. yeah. And there was this guy I found he, uh, when I was in high school, I found this guy who had kept a very, very detailed uh, journal of all the times that he had mated with a dolphin. What? A, a and male? Yeah, like a guy, yeah. Did you turn him and in? And it's so oh. detailed that it's like true. He would sneak into uh, aquariums and stuff. No! And he said- What? Oh yeah, he would talk about like, f he would refer to some of them as like a former lover and she was brutally killed by a, a boat, you know, or something. And uh, Is so- Is this your next movie role? <laughs> that's my next movie role. <laughs> I love that. It's- Can I um, be the dolphin? Um, <laughs> hello? Time for a sip. I play a great dolphin. <laughs> Let me hear your dolphin sound. Uh, 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 uh. Yikes! No, you're hired. Not, not bad. <laughs> you're hired. Wait, I don't even get to audition for this. No, All right, uh, one up, oh, man. Wow, just a straight <laughs> offer to Sanchez, huh? Direct booking. Yeah. <laughs> Minority. <laughs> Wait, is there? Um, you grew up in Downington, Pennsylvania. I was born in Downingtown. I actually Downingtown. think I was born in Coatesville, which is right next door. But uh, yeah, I've, I've claimed uh, I've claimed Downingtown, and then I moved to Georgia. And then I moved to Delaware, and then I moved to South Jersey, and then I moved Whoa. to Florida. Why so much? It's all this good for sound. Yeah. It's Perfect. It's fine, right? It's all Top Gun press. Free yeah, production it's, value. It's top Gun. Yeah. That's Tom keeping an eye on me. <laughs> <laughs> he's got we're that. He always keeps an eye on me. I think it's out of love, but I also think he's like, no, I'm keeping an eye. I'm Here's, keeping an eye on you. Now, if Tom, Cruise, <laughs> if Tom Cruise keeps tabs on you, does he call it cruise control? Ooh. Oh, um, we're done. You know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't mind a good... Um, Tom Pun, I yeah. guess. I get it. Is he funny? Is he uh, a fun, like, can he joke around on set or is he all business all the time? No, I mean, I, look, on the, this movie was pretty, um, there's definitely a lot of fun to be had. Yeah. And I, it, I I think it's like the, just a classic movie where it's going to make you laugh. It's going to make you feel a lot of different things. But the it was so difficult uh, to film just as far as what we needed to accomplish in these jets. I mean, right. the fact that we were, you know, Tom trained, Tom set up a training program. It was three months of, of uh, really detailed, intense flying uh, for us before we started filming so that we could get up in the F-18s and pull seven and a half Gs and not just be puking, Jesus. you know, the whole time. So seven and a half Gs, what does that mean? It's like 1600 pounds of pressure. The force, right? Yeah, yeah, the force, Whoa. yeah. So you're, once you get up there, uh, seven and a half G's is kind of the max performance of the aircraft, but it's really, um, you know, it's impressive. So if you're flying and you start, you know, pulling some heavy G's and if, I, if you're flying and you got to, you know, look around because you, you're training for air to air combat. Sure. And if you have to look for this plane behind you, I mean, you're doing, um, you're breathing, you're doing this thing called a hick maneuver. And you're literally, it literally feels like this where you're just like, 
<laughs> it's crazy. And that is <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, oh, you're doing that. Fucking um, you real actor, man. I didn't throw up half yes. half the half the. There was like six kind of new pilots. Yeah. And uh, half of them were st- were puking even up until the last day. Like it was never even for me, man. Like I was always, and I, you know, I would first thirty minutes are cool. You're ripping around. Uh, and then you would start getting like a slight na- nausea feeling. Yeah. And uh, then you're just kind of, you know, yeah, you feel like you're about to puke and you just kind of, you have to just keep going. Hold it back. You know? So how many times total were you in a plane? In uh, I think total, I mean, in the F-18, you know, 20 some, tw- 20, 20 something hours. The most hours of any, I mean, any civilian, That's me and all the guys, that, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, that were in the film. But yeah, it's... Uh, just and also, I guess for reference, the one guy, Glenn Powell, who's in the movie. Yeah, he's uh, he's getting his pilot's license, I think, on Wednesday. So after we fin- finished production, uh, he only needed about um, you know a handful more flights to be able to take the test and get his pilot's license. Wow, wow. Yeah. So when they give you kind of the outline of like the prep and the um, all the training that's required for the movie, does that like scare you or excite you? Have you ever been given like a sheet of, of, of what you're gonna have to go into and been like, fuck dude, maybe this is gonna be too much or does it, you always welcome the challenge? I was pretty ignorant, I think, on the actually the amount of training. I, yeah. I didn't think it was going to be what it was. Uh, a lot of components going on. There's some specific things for my character that I had to to train on that was, that was unique. Uh, also because we had to get certified through the Navy just to be able to fly in these jets over water right. in case we ever had to eject over water we oh, had wow. to pla- well, pass the Navy aviator uh, overwater survival training. So we go down to San Diego. They call it like swim fizz. So we go down to San Diego and, um, you know, do all these different things, kind of culminating all these kind of stress tests in the water, sure. culminating in, you know, they put you in a dunker, which is kind of a, a chassis that you get. Um, you get kind of looks like a train car with uh, three walls and one opening here, which you can never exit if you ever go out that way, you failed it but you get strapped to the chair, uh, you get blindfolded, and they now start lowering this thing, the dunker, they start lowering the water. So you're just sitting there, you feel the water kind of raise up, you take your last breath, the water now is over your head, and then it slowly turns upside down, and then you have to calmly, and there's people under there in scuba, you know, people under there making sure you're, you remain calm and you keep certain points of contact, and then you're either the guy who has to break open a window and get out, or you're the person behind him who now has to um, hope that he breaks the window. So you're upside down. So instead of climbing across chairs like this, you're upside down. You get out of your straps, which I think there was four, and then you're climbing the seats like this, and you're blindfolded, and you're underwater, and you're upside down. So you're basically getting waterboarded. Jesus, yeah. that's crazy. I was like, dude, I'm an actor. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to be. No offense, Tom, but like you do you. Nobody else is in your lane, man. Like I don't, you know, give me some comedy lines or something. But yeah, so that was that was that. Do you think Tom Cruise has a hand in like deciding how insane the stunts are? Because this guy, I feel like, to me, is the ultimate. I mean, he does everything, right? Like his own, though, right? Too. He uh, well, he does all of his own. But people, you know, and it's people forget just like you know, this is also the guy who. You know, risky business and born on the fourth of July yeah, and right. Magnolia and interview with a vampire and Jerry Maguire. Like the guy is an incredible actor. Last, Last Samurai, Samurai, I mean, he was doing, was he was awesome. working with you know, sword for you know, ten hours a day when yeah. he did the Color Money. He's doing yep. pool for ten hours a day. The guy's just kind of a, 
I don't know. He just focuses on something and anything that's taking away from that. It's kind of like that Mamba mentality, right? Like yeah. anything that's taken away from that, he gets rid of. Yeah. Um, and truly, so everything he's working on is everything he's doing is working towards that goal. I mean, Tom ran down the tallest building in the world. Yeah. Connected by a single wire. Yeah. Hit the first stunt coordinator they got. Tom said, this is the stunt I want to do. I've been thinking about this for 10 years. He Tom said this to the stunt coordinator. Oh, yes. Wow. And the stunt coordinator said, uh, that's impossible. You'll never be able to do that. So the story goes, uh, so Tom fired <laughs> that guy. And they- Don't tell Tom because he, he can't do and something. And he got a new, um, and don't. they got a new stunt coordinator. But Tom was, Tom was telling me he had to like retrain, because you're running down the, just based on the altitude and he needed these harnesses. So it was all about like blood circulation. And he was telling me he like retrained- cuts off the circulation. He like had to retrain. And then he has to like jump while he's going down it too. So he had to like oh. retrain like blood circulation through his- What the fuck? I mean, you, do you guys ever- like, I have a hard Wim time Hoff, chewing and you know, drinking Wim at the same is. time. Yeah. So who's he's that? this guy who's, he does all of these like really gnarly, it kind of centers around like breathing techniques, but it's all about finding um, comfort and slowing down your heart um, in uncomfortable situations. So right. he- climbed uh, Everest in board shorts. He sat in an ice bath for, you know, four hours. His core body temperature never dropped. He ran a marathon in the desert with no water. He does all these things that Whoa. he say, you know, tribes have been doing for, you know, forever, but he's just, but he donated himself to science so that they could, um, you know, cool. kind of come out with, you know, some some more studies and research on it. See, so that, guy's, that guy's really interesting. So Did Tom's you, got access to Laird Hamilton does some of that yeah. stuff. Kind of, he does the underwater, like waves right, right, right. and st high stress underwater. Did you talk to Tom about, I mean, he was he was cool on set, obviously very focused, hyper-focused and all that, but yeah. did you talk about any of his other movies? I know you said last night at dinner, there's a Tom Cruise day. Yeah, Can in Japan, apparently, that? there's a Tom Cruise day. Now, I did Samurai. say this to people who live in Tokyo, uh, and they said that's false, but then I, I <laughs> then we as we can all do now, immediately. Yeah, we can just, out. like, go on our phone and say, you know, I don't, I just, yeah, I mean, it does, does say, I don't know how seriously people take the holiday. I don't know if kids are getting a half day of school. <laughs> late start. What. You know, late start. Yeah, Tom Cruise day, late start. Show up when No homework. Tom Cruise day. <laughs> What would Tom do? Yeah, what would Tom do? Tom he'd, would be there on no, time. He'd, be there. <laughs> he'd actually be there. <laughs> yeah. He'd be there very yeah. early. Extra credit. Yeah, if you're on time, done. you're late. Yeah. And if you're oh, late, is that you're how fired. he is? I love it. What love is the it. day? It's just, he's the first one in, last one to leave. And it's kind of, yeah, you know, just because obviously what's happened, you know, with, with Kobe. Yeah. Um, it. Uh, well, tell us about your relationship with Kobe because. Yeah. Um, obviously a huge fan of his. He's a Philly guy. Yeah, Philly guy. But then also, I'm all Philly except for baskets. I'm actually a Laker fan. Because uh, my dad was a dad was a Laker. No, I'll take one from a long distance. Are you a Knicks fan or something? I'm a Sonics fan, but we don't have a team anymore. So I became uh, yeah. a Laker fan. Dude, Sonics and yeah, NBA Jam. Come on, dude. Kemp, baby. If you Kemp. don't go Kemp and Peyton. You remember when Kemp? Yeah. They wouldn't let him on the Olympic team because he was too sexual with his dunk. He yeah. would like grab his crotch and yeah. stuff. <laughs> True story. You want him to not grab his? What would you do if you dunked? I don't have a strong opinion either way. I'm like, <laughs> but what would you do? I if What you Sean Kemp was doing after? He just put the ball in the hoop. What you job like, like you've been there, afterwards. Sean? Act like you've been there before. He's like, that is what I'm doing. Maybe he was. That's a pretty good Sean Kemp. I did this is before. It? Don't I think I've ever heard Sean Kemp, it, Kemp do an interview. It, I don't know. It, it sounds a little bit like Cookie Monster. I think that's what. Yeah. <laughs> Not a, yeah. Uh, wait. So okay, what? Uh, Tell me. So Laker fan became yeah. because your your dad or what? Yeah. So I got Lakers from my dad. I got nerd in from my dad. Yeah. Um. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm not even gonna. Don't worry about it. It's fine, man. Uh. 
And yeah, so after Kobe saw Whiplash, I was just reading some GQ article and he was talking about Whiplash and how much he wow. really dug that movie. Thank you, Scotty. Scotty, Thank the you, man, Scotty. Uh, the man behind the behind the curtain. Thank you, bud. That's right. I'm all set on hotel coffee, but you guys, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and drink the bucks. Nice. Drink that good stuff. I'll take this already cold when I got it. Coffee. It's an iced coffee. Without the ice. Here's a question. Yeah. With the iced coffee size this small. Don't touch small. me, Mark. Sorry, Dad. With the iced coffee this small, uh, the do you like? It's a big straw. Yeah. Yeah. The straw that's, to cup ratio is a little yeah. off. We got a problem. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I think that's a Miami move. Yeah. If you did that to Tom Cruise, you're out. And then, right? And you have the big one and a little straw. <laughs> Hold straw's it up. A little oh, short. Are we close up? Straw's a little not short. Not now. Not uh, now. Dude. Is that a power move? Did you do, did you set that up? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wouldn't that be weird? Like did, a weird like guy thing to do to like just always kind of have the dude. upper hand. Like, <laughs> and then you it's give like that small. Your enthusiasm. Who's sitting first and who's <laughs> always got the good seat type of thing? <laughs> yeah, dude. So, yeah. yeah. The big chair, so good. But yeah, but okay, Kobe. So yeah, Kobe so I'm reading this. I'm reading. Yeah, he watches Whiplash, and I read about it, and so I just tweeted out i was like man at kobe Bryant talking about whiplash and gq just made my life's highlight really you yep. know uh, lake show um so cool. you know 24 fan you know forever whatever and then uh pretty soon after that honestly i think like within a couple minutes or hours whatever kobe started following me so then I sleep on it. Next day I'm like, well, I gotta send him a message now that yes. that is an open. <laughs> it now is. Now that I can, I'm, I have to send him a message. He only follows now a handful of people. He only follows a handful of people. <laughs> yeah. And so I sent him a message half-heartedly saying, half-heartedly thinking, you know, he would respond and half-heartedly thinking like he's gonna, I, I don't know, he's gonna go back and unfollow me or something, whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, that's the worst that would happen. You don't feel like you can fan. touch like your, your heroes in that way. Yeah. And I don't throw around the word hero but it's truly truly somebody that just you know what his rookie year i was like nine you know yeah. so it's just yeah. my guy him and jeter were always two guys i felt like we're kind of in the same area did it no thousand percent ten, no two different ways but just uh do they had superstar energy before they even uh got into the game I that's called like. bse big superstar energy i love Ooh. that <laughs> yeah you like that so or uh, big straw energy <laughs> big straw <laughs> you got that dude yeah uh, big that straw energy. energy. Start that. That's a new hashtag after this big episode. Big straw energy. Miles Taylor, big straw energy. Nice. Big straw energy. <laughs> I'd buy that shirt. I'd wear that shirt. Twice. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway. So, then he, I just sent a message just saying, hey, I just watched Muse. Do you remember that documentary? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so good. We're so lucky to have that now. I just rewatched Doing Work. It, there's yeah, so, that was on yesterday. Yeah, there's yeah. so much yeah. stuff to go back and consume. But, so, what? So, uh, so, I just sent a message just saying, hey, Kobe, you know, I just watched Muse. Uh, I really, you know... I uh, found it really insightful and, you know, I, you know, I, I related to it in some ways and it's, and Kobe responded immediately. And wow. he actually, I was just thinking about this the other day, cause obviously, you know, I'm going back and looking through, you know, whatever. And he said, uh, he's like, miles, he's like, I made that movie for people like us, uh, to where uh, wanting to, wanting to be great. Shouldn't be looked at as a negative, you know, cause like Kobe early on his career, they're like, Oh, you're cocky. He's like, no, I, you know, right. this, I just have high expectations for myself. But I just thought, uh, and that's, you know, and this story is not to like flatter myself in any way or put me in the same company as Kobe. It was more the fact that he, after seeing probably one of my movies, said us. This is Kobe yeah, Bryant really and he's good. and he's putting me and him in the same in the same camp. It's crazy. Like it was. Yeah, it was just crazy. And then so we're trading some messages and then he's like, here's my cell phone. And then, uh, and then we start texting and then, yeah. And then we started, um, you know, when we would see each other out and stuff, uh, a handful of times, he always, like after he won the Oscar, I remember going to the, 
Vanity Fair party and he's he sees me from like 40 feet away, man. There's all these people there. He just won Oscar, he's Kobe. And he sees me and he's like, Miles. He's like, how crazy? He's like, first the Eagles, now this. He's That's like, how crazy, man. <laughs> oh my how God. How cool is that? Sought was, you out. Yeah, yeah. Well, in all fairness, dude, That's Whiplash so cool. is fucking unreal. Unbelievable. Yeah, like so it's, yeah, yeah it. dude. It, yeah. I remember. I made it for people like us. Thank you. Well, hey man, people until like I get a real coffee, <laughs> there's a reason we're on separate couches. Um, <laughs> truly do, when I saw the trailer for that movie, I was like, oh, there's no way that this doesn't back up the hype that I'm uh, getting from just watching that trailer. And uh, I know that you played, I think, sax, right, in high school? I played sax. Uh, I started with piano when I was a kid. Right. Saxophone I picked up in fifth grade. Uh, played like my freshman, up until my freshman year of high school. I played the clarinet, so nice. wind, woodwinds, woodwinds yeah. like us. Yeah. Sorry, Mark, woodwinds like us. Yeah, Gotta stick out. together. Wait, so so you obviously had some musical uh, abilities, but drum is- a My sister played clarinet and always pissed me off that she could play the saxophone very well, but I could not play the clarinet. I know, right? Yeah. The transition. The Clarinet's the clarinet? a nice instrument. Clarinet? Nice sound. Sounds real good. The sax, I like a though, good oboe too. But dude, Whoa. the girls like the sax. There's no girl that's like, did you hear Adam plays the clarinet? Like, I think I'm gonna fuck up. Like that never, nobody says that. Ever. Yeah. Um, yeah when do the drums become a part of it? You think the clarinet was the deal breaker? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I like- you never uh, got over I don't, it. I don't think I like the tone in which you asked that question, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> we asked the question, Miles. Uh, well, no, I'm just saying these girls are very narrow-minded then. If, they are. If you check all the boxes, but you play the clarinet. Yeah. Right. But also that she wasn't for me. But honestly, and I'm clearly over it. At a certain age. No, where's yeah. my camera? Janet. God damn it. No. Uh, uh, Janet. Yeah. It's a made-up name. Sixth grade. Maybe it's Janet Matta. She's married now. Oh, nice. Whoa. I go back and check on Facebook. Yeah. I think Janet <laughs> knows yeah. very well right now that you check on you check on her. She was my first girlfriend. You don't check out what That's your first an girlfriend's doing. No, That's I'm, an unfriend. Nope, well, you're married now. Nope. Yeah. Do, it, what, do you remember your first girlfriend? Get rid of him. Nope. Uh, your second girlfriend. Never had one. Your first hug. Just Kelly, baby. Nice. Just Kelly, baby. Oh, nice. No, for yeah, sure. Yeah, my plug. first makeout. There we it go. Was in, uh, I was 11, and it was during Titanic. No, scratch that. It was in the rain outside of like a trailer. Uh, Whoa, this story just got way weirder. Was, but, but then Titanic was like makeout central because it's a three it hour was. movie, so epic long. love story. It's so, so long. There's a lot of good <laughs> breaks for makeouts, right? Do you like Titanic? It's kind of long. <laughs> Would have shaved an hour off myself, you know. Would have gone from the boarding the ship to drowning. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, so, okay, so drums, though, you played casually in church, right? I played, I, I played before that. I wanted, I always wanted to be in a band, and so I was playing guitar, and I realized I just knew 20 guys better guitar than me. So I said, well, if I get a drum kit, I'm the only guy kind of in my in neighborhood with a drum kit, like, I'll... People will come and play with and me. And what age? What age was this? Uh, this was uh, this was like freshman year of high school. I oh, okay. Asked for a drum that's kit. where you started. Yeah, that's wow. yeah, that's when I started. My little man's into drums. Dude. I know. He got a drum set. For I know. Christmas. He loves it. Playing the uh, what? The ACDC. ACDC yeah. and uh, what's the White Stripe song? The uh, Seven uh, Nation Army. Oh, he nice. Loves it, dude. Nice. Loves it. Did you have a band um, name? Gotta have a lot up? of patience to be a, a a parent. Dude, I got for him a drummer. headsets because it's so loud for his ears because his He's ears are so away. developing. Yeah. I need headsets, bro. It's yeah. so loud in the house. We got to take breaks constantly. So, and if um, you're the drummer, as he gets older, band practice more times than not is going to be, gonna at be the, there. the drummer's yeah. house. He's got the home yeah. base. Although right. we've made Wonderful. we've made quite a lot of noise at your house. When you're, it's funny, Mark, we were chatting. We we're like, when did we first meet? And like, dude, I had been to your house so many times with you not there. I think <laughs> sounds like, about right. And yeah. Oh yeah, you were telling me like these. 
parties and you would house so for people. When we, when I first moved into my place, I didn't have any furniture. That's probably when we first met. I didn't have furniture. I got like rental furniture and uh, consignment furniture. Right. And there were like three or four people who got married right when I bought my place in those next few months. And the after after party of the wedding became my place and I needed to get my floors redone. So that became the dance floor. <laughs> Dude, it was a disaster. There was confetti on the ceiling for yeah, four years after Scotty's birthday. Is it birthday. still there? Was it there a moment when one down. little piece like dribbled down? It just down? fell down. It was this orange piece of confetti. Oh, stuck has in the, the audience ceiling. met Scotty? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They know okay. Scotty. Yeah, so, well. yeah, Scott, well. yes. Yeah, Scotty is our uh, is our mutual friend. I've known yeah. Scotty for, you know, eight years or something at this point. Nine years. Nine and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> Nine and three quarters years. But who's counting? <laughs> um, uh, first of all, when your Eagles won the Super Bowl, yeah. where were you? I was at the Super Bowl. Holy shit. I was 50. I got lucky. Oh, you went. I didn't I was, know you went. Yeah. I was filming a show. And he just said he went, Mark. He went. Keep going, Miles. He was there? Yeah. <laughs> I got lucky. Um, I had Monday off, yeah, so they put me, NFL game, I was like 50-yard line, three rows back in the in Patriots section. So I was thinking, this kid, either this, I'm either going to hate this. It's going to go one of two ways. Yeah, it's going to go one of two ways. <laughs> you didn't and, contain and went, your cheering, did it you? It went one way. Yeah. Yeah. For, a, for a minute there, it went two ways. Yeah. And then it went back to one way. One now, way. are you the type of sports fan that if you are surrounded by the opponent, uh, opposing team's fans, do you go, all right, let me, like, reel in my fandom a little bit? Or do you go extra hard? Or you just go, look, I'm it's- a silly sports fan. Yeah, dude. Uh, wow. It's What's that? one speed. Zebra duck can't. Tiger doesn't change it, can't change its stripes. Yeah, yeah we'll edit in what the real saying zebras, is. But yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's fine. Zebras yeah. and tigers. <laughs> but no, I mean, I was like, I'm not making personal attacks or anything on the people around me, but I'm rooting against. Yeah. yeah. I don't care where I'm at. I'm still rooting. And that's just how it goes. If you're in a posting stadium, your team wins. Cool. Either way, you just beeline it out. Yeah. You just put your hat down and, and go. But during the game, I'm going to cheer. And after the game, if I'm in enemy territory, I'm going to just cruise right. out. And then you have your Eagle shirt on. Can you give us a quick... Your yeah. favorite Eagles song. Uh, I'm a big fan of this this song on the Desperado album. It's called Bitter Creek. Ooh, uh, I've never heard the that. Last song, have you heard that? Second no. to last song on that uh, on that album. Whoa. That's really nice. Well, that's how does gonna, it go? We're gonna have to get the. Uh, you just play it over this to... if you can get the rights or something. Hell yeah, no, we will. Yeah, we have the rights. <laughs> oh hell yeah, we will. We have the rights to uh, two Eagles songs and nice. the soundtrack to Cool Runnings. Nice. Yeah. Wow. It's I mean, that, that pretty good. Hans Zimmer, man. <laughs> but no, I told uh, I had somebody who's running out, like, grab me some clothes for this stuff. And uh, I have some Eagle shirts, obviously, but it's like, yo, pick me up some, you know, if there's some throwback movie Eagle star, stuff yeah. there. Yeah. Movie star. You know, pick it up. And so they came back with these, the band. And I said, well, I'm also Wrong Eagles. No, Hilarious. Also, you know, huge biker, Eagles not fans. biker. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, biker, not biker. Now, do you think that happens with someone? Oh. Do you think that happens if someone's like, yo, get me some Raven <laughs> stuff and they get an, uh, uh, That's So Raven t shirt? You know, that's, you know. <laughs> it's like, I sure I hope not. I don't, yeah. Love her work, though. Yeah. Big, you know. Wait, now, with your Top Gun training, when you hear a plane, do you know what it is? I mean, now that's I mean that's a commercial airliner for sure. Fuck, <laughs> dude. Hot take. He's Miles good, Teller, dude. I don't He's know how good. hot that take is. I no. just think that's. Luke but no, you, you do, Luke I, do tend to, I do tend to look up a little more. Do you? Dude, they let us fly. So we flew. There's this group of pilots. They're called the Patriots. And they're basically the civilian version of Blue Angels. Oh, wow. And uh, the first time I went up with those guys, we you go up in an L-39 and you're flying in formation. And he, I actually was flying the plane in formation. I had this other. I was in the slot. I had the other plane pretty close to me. And then we did a loop in uh together in formation yeah Whoa. and i and i and I, and I did it i landed the thing the first time i didn't know it and he said that was that was all you i said what are you crazy it's my first time 
I said that before. Yeah, I know you have. You say that <laughs> every time. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent of the time, where it's fifty percent of the time. <laughs> Favorite movie of yours that you've done? Uh, they're all different, you know. Yeah, truly. Uh, just because they turn out the best doesn't mean I had the best time making them. Oh wow. Now, with that being said, I had a great time filming Whiplash, and I can look at my career and be like, yeah, Whiplash was the Whiplash was the best, you know. Yeah. The finish project so I've done, far. But, you know. Yeah, so far, yeah. Top Gun's going to be a hell of a movie. It looks fucking insane. Thank I'll you. tell you, Thank the you. man. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it, buddy.